Okay, today we're going to reflect a little bit about okay, about the resurrection. I'm not going to read any of the, the gospel passages, but for the time that you have in silence, you can do that before the Lord. I'm going to let the Lord speak to you through those passages, and everyone can choose whatever passage they want. Normally at the end of John would be good. If you look at the end of the Gospel of St. John, there's many passages there too. You can think about Mary Magdalene. You know, think if you're a woman, you want to think about Mary Magdalene. You can see how she acted before Jesus. Uh, you can think about uh, the apostles when they were fishing all night long and they caught nothing. And Jesus, the beautiful part when Jesus speaks to Peter, do you love me more than these? You know, and apply that question. Whenever you see a question in sacred scripture, apply that question to you as though Jesus is asking that question towards you. Do you love me more than these? It's a beautiful question. Just ask that question to yourself. Uh, we're going to ask, before you start the meditation, we're going to ask for the grace to participate in the joy of Jesus resurrected. That's the grace that you're going to ask for. You know, you kind of went through that circle. You know, God created the world. He created the angels. He created us because He loves us. Uh, he, has, he thought of us from all eternity. Then sin came into the world. It affected the angels. It affected our first parents. It affected us. And then that, as a consequence of sin, that was eternal perdition, you know, the loss of the vision of God. Jesus saw the state of humanity and all of this, so he sent his beloved son. Huh? Ah, and he, so he, sorry. So he lost, uh, he lost, you know, he sent his beloved son in order to save us because he loves us so we can be with him for all eternity. And then from that, we're going to get into the resurrection. And you have the, you have the uh, example of the apostles, you know, you have Peter, yeah, you know, and they all betrayed him. They all flew, flew, uh, flew sorry, they, they ran from the cross. They didn't want to be with him when the moment, when the trial was really there. But what happens? Jesus appears to them, and he doesn't rebuke them. Isn't that a beautiful thing? He doesn't rebuke them. All he does is say to Peter, do you love me more than these three times and he confirms Peter and his mission. It's the same thing with us. The Lord doesn't condemn us. He doesn't rebuke us. He just wants us to know that I love you. I have always loved you and I always will love you. And the mission that I created you for is still there for you to complete. Now I want you to think about this too. The mission right? This is very important. A lot of times you don't think about that. You have a mission in the church, right? Mission in the church, not just, you know, you do your own thing, but you all have a mission in the church, right? Uh, I'll maybe get back to this. Before I get into that, I just want to talk, just want to mention one of the spiritual rules, or maybe I'll get into this just for a little while. You know, it depends on what kind of a grace God has been giving you in, these, in this time of exercises. You know, there could be various types of, you know, responses. Some could feel joy, some could feel desolation. But I want to give you a rule here that uh, St. Ignatius said. He said, the principal reasons why we suffer from desolation are three. 
right? You can maybe, if you feel like you've been in desolation, if you feel like you've gotten nothing out of this, that's a temptation, right? Because everyone has gotten something out of this. Just to be in his presence, you have gotten something out of this, I assure you, right? You cannot be in God's presence and not get something out of it, right? So everyone's got something out of it. The thing is, I don't feel anything, Father. It was kind of boring, Father. You know, I didn't get anything. You know, if you get into one of that type of attitude, we're going to give you this right here. So maybe that can give you a little bit of light. And he says the first reason why a person can suffer desolation is because we have been tepid and slothful or negligent, negligent in our exercise of piety and so through our own fault spiritual consolation has been taken away from us this is important eh this is why i said before like why are we here if i'm here and i don't really want to be here and i'm inside i'm always complaining 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 i don't want to be here what i have to do la, 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 la. well i'm the one that's closing the heart my heart to, to the graces that the Lord wants to give me. So I have to examine my soul in that. Is, have I been participating in this? Have I been trying to talk to the Lord? Have I been opening up my heart to the Lord? Have I been doing a little bit spiritual reading? Have I been thinking? Have I been asking the questions? Uh, like, what have I been doing? Have I been negligent or slothful in my practices of piety is it my fault right so hey it's not over yet eh? it's not over yet even if it has been your fault today you could today you can say jesus i'm sorry and then boom god can give you an unexpected grace so is has it been my fault number two the second reason is because god wishes to try us to see how much we are worth and how much we will advance in his servants and in his service and praise when left without the generous reward of consolations and special favors. You see, sometimes God wants to see, I don't want to give you the candy. <laughs> I'm not I can give you so much candy, you're gonna die of sugar. I, I don't want to give you the candy. I want to see how far you can go without that spiritual candy. All right? So he's trying you, right? He's watching you. He's seeing the movements of your heart. He knows what's going on inside. He knows what you guys are thinking about. All right? And he wants to draw the good out of you. So he's going to leave you in that dryness huh? so as to kind of try you and to see what he can get out of you without giving you any kind of a spiritual consolation all right he wants you to have that determined determination to seek him and to find him like saint Teresa of avila said that determined determination all right the third reason is because god wishes to give us true knowledge and understanding of ourselves so that we may have an intimate perception of the fact that it is not within our power to acquire and attain great devotion, intense love, tears, or any other spiritual consolation, but that all this is a gift and grace of our Lord. God does not wish us to build on the property of another, 
to rise up in spirit in a certain pride and vainglory and attribute to ourselves the devotion and other effects of spiritual consolation. Very important this. When we are in dryness, right, that shows us that spiritual joy doesn't come from me. I cannot produce right spiritual feelings and tears and sadness at the passion it doesn't come from me i need god's grace to touch my heart i need him to enlighten me i need him to give me uh an increase of hope it all comes from him so sometimes when i'm in desolation so don't think desolation it like if i'm here i didn't feel anything i didn't get anything Sometimes your desolation is the, exactly the grace that God wanted you to experience so you know your nothingness, your, your littleness, that you know it doesn't come from you. And this is why we can't judge ourselves and look at the next person. Oh, this one's crying. Oh, this one's so happy. Don't do that. What is God asking me? Don't compare yourself with anybody. God knows the hearts of everyone here. He knows what everyone needs, and he's going to act accordingly, you know, to bring each and every one of you closer to him. So each and every one has to focus on himself, right, to see what the Lord has been doing in their own hearts. Now, for me, when I read this, I mean, the first one is the one for me is, has it been my fault? That's the one that I, that kind of gets me, you know, have I been doing anything wrong? So, I mean, think about it. Just go over your little, when you have a little bit of time here with the Lord, try to read a little bit about this. Like, and just in case you're starting to feel like, I, we're asking for the joy of the resurrection. Remember, this is not time to get despair right now. I just wanted to mention this right now, just in case there's anybody out there that's saying, you know, this is like, I'm bored, there's nothing going on here, this is a waste of time. If that's going on, don't think that you're just out there alone. God is with you and he's got working with you, even if you have been in desolation. Okay, I'm going to leave now because I want you to spend a little bit more time these final moments. I want you to be in silence with the Lord. Try to make this eh, meditation well. I'm telling you, you can pick whatever whatever episode that you want. You can, the, the apostles, Peter, Mary Magdalene, Thomas. Right, St. Thomas, you, whatever you want, go through there, ask the Holy, say a prayer to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, which of these episodes would be the best for me to meditate on right now? Get a Bible. I don't know. I hope everyone has a Bible or there's enough Bibles out there for everyone. Or whatever comes to your mind. If there's not enough and you don't have a Bible, try to think about, at least think about that one with Jesus. All right? with, with, um, sorry, with Jesus, with Peter. All right? If all goes wrong, at least think about that, that last one. Right? G uh, Peter, he denied Jesus three times. He thought it was finished. Jesus resurrected. He calls them over. And he says to Peter, do you love me more than these? Three times. And Peter, you know, you know all things, Lord. You know that I love you. That can be a prayer that you can be saying to the Lord right now. Lord, you know all things. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in my heart. I don't know what's going on in the spiritual life. But you know all things, Lord. You know that I love you. Help me to know you better. Help me to love you better. And help me to serve you better in my family, in the church. 
help me to understand and see what kind of a mission it is that you're trying to, to, to lead me to. And look at these spiritual exercises are not just for the here and now. You know, you couldn't be walking out of here and maybe a month later, something's going to happen and it's going to be like a little consequence of something that happened here. So you remember, God is looking at the big picture, you know. He's preparing you for something, He's purifying you, and He's bringing you closer to what He wants you to do. All of you are instruments, in, important instruments in His hands. And I just never under as, underestimate the value of your witness. It's like that... Uh, was it um, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Hahn, Scott Hahn? You know, he said, you know, really, what is our, when we go out there, are we like contagious Catholics? Look at, when Mother Teresa speaks, she just says, love, and it's like a bomb. <laughs> love one another, love God, love one another, and you're like, boof, you know, it's like a, it's amazing, you know, this is a woman, huh? in God, immersed in God, and this is what we ought to be seeking, you know. When we're looking to be with the Lord, we're looking to disappear totally. We want to be taken over by God. It is no longer I who lives, it is Christ who lives in me. And when I start to disappear and He starts to increase in me, then I start to see things better. I understand things in a more clear way, and I become a better instrument in His church. All right, God has a message for each and every one of you. Open up your hearts. Don't be afraid. See what he's trying to say to you and write it down. Write this stuff down. Whenever you get these little, these little inspirations, write it down. And then a week later, read it again. Two weeks later, read it again. When something happens, read it again and see what was the Lord trying to tell me here and now through the things that I've heard in this spiritual retreat. Remember, is it my fault? Is God trying me? Is he trying to get the best out of me? He's giving me self-knowledge to know that I can't do it, but with him I can do all things. We're asking for the grace of the joy, to experience the joy of the resurrection. I'll leave you to our Lord and to our Lady. And if you want to make another a meditation, he also has it in here. Try to meditate. It's not in the Bible. How Jesus appeared to his mother, and he probably appeared to her first. First, try to see her expression. Look at her face when she saw her son for the first time resurrected. We'll leave it at that. Amen. <laughs>